0: Rewind is brought to you by Pressplay to Continue and recorded in the great city and state of Austin, Texas, also known as the Live Music Capital of the World. It is written, produced, and edited by me, Corey Latimer. Now if you'd like to show your support by keeping Pressplay to continue weird, head on over to my Patreon at Pressplay to Continue slash Patreon dot com. I sincerely thank you for your time, your love, and your generosity you have shown me. It lets me know I'm actually going down the right path in life. Thank you. Now, on to the show. Welcome back to another antiquated episode of Press Play to Continue Rewind. This is episode seventeen. And I am your host, Corey Latimer. Now, Mega Man 3, right? NES Classic. One of the greatest of all time. But have you actually heard of Rock Man? No? Most people haven't. Over in Japan, that's what Mega Man is actually known as. Rock Man. Although originally the names Mighty Kid, Knuckle Kid, and Rainbow Battle Kid were proposed, Capcom eventually settled on... Rockman as Mega Man's Japanese moniker the reason I chose Mega Man 3 for the episode 17 is quite simple actually I uh (laughs) I enjoyed the hell out of this game when I was a child and even now I always find time to go back and enjoy this game the opening theme song to Mega Man 3 will capture your attention almost immediately um you know the the slow progression and the wonder within the music is quite mysterious and nostalgic in itself you know much like the whimsical nature of Legend of Zelda Linked Link to the Past. I put this soundtrack in the top echelon of gaming music. I think music is everything in gaming. If you have a terrible music in your, you know, in your game, I will usually stop playing it right away. I can't remember the last time I actually enjoyed a game based solely on gameplay or graphics. Sure, they are nice to have, but I think the music in a, in a game is what captures the hobbyist from the get-go. In my mind, anyways. Composers Yasuki Fujita, I think I'm saying that correctly, if I'm not, please correct me if I am, and Harumi Fujuti were in bed with Capcom from 1989 to 1992, all except for two and a half tracks. Yasuki composed all music and sound effects for Mega Man 3, which is pretty impressive. I mean, uh, Fujita, I think I'm saying this correctly, um... He he was just a major component within uh, the Mega Man franchise Is what I was, you know, reading up on um, You know, through online and stuff And from just knowledge from other podcasts I've gotten to over, over time I, That's why I'm kind of wanting to share this with you Because uh, I find uh, Mega Man 3 a, a pretty uh, pretty compelling game and if you ever get a chance to play it, please do I, I, I highly recommend it But uh, yeah, I, I just, you know, Fujita... Like I said, he—he's just—he was just the man, um, you know. Like I said, not only with Mega Man but also with Capcom alone, he used—he was used, and he actually eventually made his own company. Um, but kind of going back to uh, Haruma Fujita, there's no relation, by the way, between the two. Uh, worked him, you know, he worked with him on the game, but after composing Needleman and Gem- Gemini Man. Those were two bosses within Mega Man. Um, he, he created the actual stage themes for that, or I'm sorry, she did. Sorry, uh, and was actually forced to abandon the project due to maternal labor. So that kind of sucks, you know. That has to be tough, you know, being a woman in, in the in the working field, and um, and then you got to call it quits for a while because you know you're pregnant. Well, I mean, what can you do? <laughs> but I got to hand it to him. To the women out there that do that, that's pretty incredible, you know. So, you know, going back into even 1992, Yasuka actually departed from Capcom. So he started with him in 89, then departed with him in 92. Uh, so a few years under their belt loop. Um, you know, he actually formed a studio called First Circle. And actually years later, he actually came back to Capcom. Um, they, yeah, they Capcom called him back uh, to work on actually Mega Man 10. Which is another pretty solid Mega Man entry and you know into the franchise. So you can see he has such an importance within the franchise itself, you know, seeing that Capcom wanted to bring him back from Mega Man Ten, that actually says a lot about his work ethic and creativity. To describe Mega Man three in a few short words, I hate it and I actually love it. Quite the conflicting emotion, wouldn't you say? I mean, I know it is. Uh, the reason is, you know, it's actually pretty simple. It's extremely tough on the weak-minded. I myself, in the complete opposite to that, uh, I think, especially within the past few years, I have, I've definitely grown, have grown it, and accustomed to be more determined and more driven. Which is thought, I, I thought I never, I never would, would ever get to this point in my life. But I'm very thankful that I have. Um, but. That was on, on, on mainly a side note, but the reason is simple. I mean, it's extremely tough on the weak-minded, like I just said. But realizing that you can finally overcome an obstacle is truly a fascinating thing, and it does show within the franchise, once you've mastered the controls, take Mario, for example, you know, how far he's going to jump, or after, you know, after a period of play, that's Mega Man 3, that's the tight controls and the fast pace. And, you know, it's, that's pretty much the essence of the Blue Bomber himself. And, oh yeah, that's his nickname. (laughs) Blue Bomber. Um, You know, sounds like the name of, you know, if you actually thought about it, it sounds like a damn name to a bully jerk of the Smurfs. In my mind, anyways, Blue Bomber? Interesting name. (laughs) Oh yeah, I brought back the 80s classic cartoon, too, by the way. Smurfs, that might have to be another episode. But, uh, originally... Released in Japan on September the 28th of 1990, the game localized in North America later that you know that same year over in Europe. Actually, a couple years later, actually 1992, uh, if you can believe that. I've I never really understood that too. Why? Maybe back then, but nowadays, I, I would. I, there's games that I, I know, like Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm uh, just just a pull out of the air. But I'm pretty sure it was released over here in America first, and then it eventually went to Europe. Um, So, I I don't know, you know, and that's another thing, too. One of the lead designers, apparently, this is just a current thought, actually, at the moment. I'm bringing this actually into the equation of Rewind, but apparently one of the lead designers over at Rockstar has, like, left the company. So that's going to suck for... Grand Theft Auto 6 or you know Red Dead 3 if that ever comes into play, but anyways that is a complete side topic (laughs) But going back to the Blue Bomber, so Taking place right after the events of Mega Man 2 obviously the plot follows our hero as he helps his creator Dr. Light and former enemy uh, apparently Dr. Wily, you know he's he's uh, he's came to help collect parts for a peacekeeping robot by defeating eight robot masters so you have eight eight of them to contend with uh you know it's it's it is tough it it can be draining after actually in a sense it gets tough at the beginning and then eventually it gets a little bit easier because you acquire their particular weapon whatever it may be you know it could be um hard man has like this uh this like this glove that extends out and you can just, it, it, it's pretty good. It's, it's actually, it's one of my favorites and actually shadow man's is actually my favorite because those are, I'm pretty sure they're shurikens. If I'm saying that correctly, they're like ninja stars and you can like shoot them in eight, you know, not in eight different ways, but more than four different ways. I'll put it that way. <laughs> I think it's in six rotations on the D pad. I think you can shoot even at angles, which is kind of cool. It's the most effective weapon. I think, Um, but yeah, so seeing it would actually kind of going into it and almost kind of, almost kind of wrapping up, we're almost getting there, but I I think it would be kind of cool to see this, you know, movie adaptation of this game, but it, it would be a great movie adaptation, excuse me, I need some water, I do have some next to me, um, but you know, then again, I honestly don't think video games to movie adaptations are, for the most part, I think they're kind of terrible, actually. Apparently, though, apparently the new uh, Sonic movie that just came out, it's getting, like, great reviews. Another current thought, you know, bringing into the uh, rewind equation of things. But, um, yeah, I just think overall, in general speaking, uh, it's just terrible. Like, for instance, uh, I don't know if if you're – I, I think I saw bits and parts of this, but Super Mario, the movie, actually, the Super Mario movie. <laughs> um, ugh, I've heard it's not great, but to each his own, I guess, right? Um, so, yeah, there's, there's actually been Critics. I myself am one when it comes to movie adaptations, apparently, (laughs) but there's been critics that have judged Mega Man 3 to be excessively difficult. Uh, GamePro affiliate McKinley Noble comically proclaims that actions such as pulling teeth, lifting a car over your head, or performing even open heart surgery uh, are all significantly easier than beating Mega Man 3, I find it to be moderately hard, but I, I digress. Your jumps can and shall be precise in order to achieve ultimate bloom bomber status. You, you've got to. That's the only way to overcome the obstacles within, you know, each uh, stage. And, you know, another thing, don't forget that, <laughs> that Tiger Electronics, if you remember that, uh, you know, wanting to be in, in uh, you know, they wanted to be, like, on the action as well. within They, uh, they developed a Mega Man game in a sense. But these Tiger Tiger Electronic, um, terrible, absolutely terrible. Uh, It's just, I don't, it's like a damn crap factory, you know? know, And it's said to be a video game system. I don't think so. I don't think so. But they pass it off as one. It's like a, a $20 gimmick you can take on the road. Uh, to, I guess, replace the much-needed Game Boy fascination that was back in the day. Um, You know, not every kid, unfortunately, had a Game Boy or, you know, couldn't afford one. So this was the best option at the time, you know. I'm not saying it was necessarily bad, you know, for eight-year-olds and under. Uh, I got some enjoyment out of it. But at the same time, too, it's just... I don't know, it was like a 1- to 2-bit LCD screen, you know, growing up as a child of the late 80s and into the early 90s, you were quite aware of this abomination, don't get me wrong, like I said, I just said, I enjoyed them as kids, but looking back now, it's only a quick gimmick, is what it comes down to, like I just mentioned, you know, so, anyways, That's my little rant on Tiger Electronic (laughs) handhelds. So, I guess to conclude that, play Mega Man 3 on your original Nintendo, if you can. Or, I mean, there's other options now, too, nowadays. You can go, like, on your Xbox, and, you know, there's, like, the Mega Man Collection 1 through 6. I have it on that. I have it on my... pretty sure I have it on my Nintendo Switch, and I think I even have it on my PlayStation 4, so... I need to calm down and not buy <laughs> Mega Man anymore. Um, but yeah, that's that's where you probably are going to, the most feasible option is to play it there. Um, but, you know, it was understood. Another thing, too, just kind of going back to Mega Man, it was understood to people. Like, when you would say that I beat Mega Man 3, people would be like, oh, okay, this guy is actually, uh, <laughs> he's pretty good, he's not too bad of a, of a gamer, you know, so I, I think it had some, I don't know, I think it just had a, had a good force within the gaming market when you would say it, you know, to somebody and be like, oh, it's, it's, I will say, like, if you, if you mention like, oh, yeah, I beat, uh, <laughs> I beat Mario Kart, everybody would be like, uh, okay, <laughs> you know, so I don't know like Mario Kart is fine. It's fine for what it is It's definitely a party game, but at the same time too. I do enjoy playing it on my own. Yeah um, Absolutely, but it you can't just like I, I guess like drop the name Mario Kart and People are you know are gonna be impressed by that. Uh, I don't think so, you know, so but if you say a Mega Man game That's my point I'm trying to make anyways. So, I just want to kind of go into the artist and uh, the developers behind it um, as well. Because Kenji Inafune is uh, probably considered to be a legend in the pack within the Mega Man universe. Starting his career at Capcom in the late 1980s, his job was an artist and an illustrator at the time. So, for the first two games, he actually worked on the original Street Fighter... And Mega Man in nineteen eighty-seven, the year I was born. Inafune then moved on to uh, you know another position as producer, with his first title being Mega Man Eight nineteen ninety-six. Uh, I'm not necessarily a big fan of Mega Man Seven and Eight. It has like this weird two point five D like aesthetic to it, and the sprites are like on the character, they're too big for my taste. So I don't know. Inafune left Capcom in you know late twenty ten. And later created his own companies. Actually, uh, one is called Com with a M, C O M C E P T Concept and Intercept. Mighty Number no. Nine, Soul Sacrifice, and Recore are just a few flagship titles that Inafune has actually been a part of. So, like I said earlier in the podcast, right? Um, music is everything to me. Especially when it comes to gaming, but there's another important aspect as well, and that is the gameplay. You have to, have to, have to, have to nail this, the gameplay, you know? And if you fail on this, then it truly is a waste of time to understand and execute gameplay, I think. The actual mechanics of it is pretty crucial to any great game. That's what Mega Man does so well. It leaves you wanting more, you know, even though you just died jumping into a pit two levels ago, you know? Um, you can't stop. Always wanting to, you know, perfect that next jump or figuring out that each boss has a weakness uh, to one of their partners in crime. I You know, I think uh, you, you have to defeat all eight bosses in order to acquire all their weapons. But each weapon that you acquire from each boss has a weakness to that other boss, if that makes sense. So, um, that being said, I, I I find that in itself... Uh, yeah, I find it pretty fascinating. So um, we're almost done. <laughs> I'm glad you've stayed this long. It's actually, this one's is probably going to be one of my shorter episodes um, because I'll, I'll go into that in just a little bit, but I do want to wrap this up now. But Mega Man d- uh, three didn't in fact sell 1.17 million copies. Uh, and a lot of people actually proclaim that Mega Man two is in fact, you know, the best in the franchise. Um, clearly I disagree. Otherwise I wouldn't be making Mega Man three into a podcast and it will all, you know, it will always be Mega Man three. It will always be that for me, um, out of, you know, all the titles that have come, you know, come into play. So check, you know, check this game out, you know, definitely do that. I highly recommend it. If you're a big retro gaming fanatic like myself, um, please, and if you haven't played this, I don't know if you are under the retro gaming, you know, if you're affiliated with that particular tagline, I mean, you've, you've had to play this game by now already, but, you know, I'm actually considering, believe it or not, uh, starting up a second show solely based on video games, you know, it'll actually be for Patreon uh, subscribers only. Um, so don't worry. I will say, Rewind will remain to all you freeloaders out there, so there's that. (laughs) I'm kidding, I'm totally kidding, but I'm seriously considering another show under Press Play to continue, so stay tuned, uh, you know, for more details on on that, and as you know, I'm trying to work on my particular analytical mind, and trying to overcome that, and overanalyzing things, so but oh yeah, I'm. I'm also will be uploading a Let's Play. I, I want to say that as well. I will be uploading a Let's Play of this. Actually, this game, Mega Man 3, soon. So you can see me getting my ass handed to me. Should be a good time. <laughs> Anyways, I just want to say thank you. Like always, I, I'm. I don't know what cliche line to say, but a thank you. <laughs> I could. I could throw in some cliche statement or. You know, whatever it may be, I just, I'm just trying to be as heartfelt as possible because that's just who I am, you know, I I think, I think that about myself and I think I'm pretty confident in that regard, so, um, but anyways, I I just want to say thank you for your time and always wanting to tune in, seriously, I mean, it does mean a lot and I do see the, like I said, I see the numbers fluctuate from time to time and it does, um, it does, it does put me down, but at the same time, too, I know that people have lives and jobs and whatever. I've been trying to get these off on a weekly, uh, like I've said in my past episodes, so thank you. Uh, seriously, I mean that. So, anyway, you could, you could find Press Play to Continue pretty much on anything. Um, it's on Spotify. It's on Apple, iTunes. Um, I thought it was on iHeartRadio and then Google Podcast as well. Um, if actually, if you want to go onto my Instagram, you can look for it. There's a link uh, right under my name. Uh, at, uh, I think it's pressplate to Continue at Podbay if I'm not mistaken. Dot com. So thank you again, and always, always be kind, and rewind. Thank you. Rewind as a product of Press play to Continue. The show was produced by me, Corey Latimer. You can find me on Instagram at Corey with an E Y, and my Snapchat C O R E underscore L A T I zero two eight as you know, all things Press Play to Continue are fan-funded on Patreon at patreon.com slash continue. I'm internally grateful for your time, your love, and your support. Thank you.